Is there cursing? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're sponsored by Disney. I hope be real goes off during this. Well, <laughs> that would be so funny. Out. You can cuss. Okay. But only you. Ready? I, I can't. Hello, Hello and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an infertility. The podcast where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Today we're continuing our Jennifer Tilly miniseries with Mr. Logan Kitchens. Hello. Is it Kitchens plural? It is. Okay. I, yeah, the S is important. And Becky Hermens. Nope. <laughs> it's not. No. Hermensy. Oh, fuck. You, I was like, I've been to open mics with her. No, I know how it's to okay. say it. Nobody ever says it correctly. But that is not an excuse. Well, get out of here. <laughs> it's okay. It's not like we went to college together. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm going to resign from the podcast. Yeah. Jake, you can take Effective this. immediately. <laughs> I'm expecting a no tap apology. <laughs> And today we are... Today we're covering a movie with two names, known yep. to some as Cord, known to others as Hide and Seek, released in 2000, directed by Sidney J. Fury, about a desperate, childless couple who kidnaps a pregnant woman and forces her to bear their child. And... Yeah. Neither name is good for this movie. No. What I, would you have called it? I, hmm. Law and Order Special Victims. Yeah. Yeah, I would have called it Misery 2. Criminal Minds, <laughs> colon, Misery 2. So we're going to start off with some awards. Right. Uh, the first of which is Best Prop. So Jake, what was your best prop? Uh, mine was the tractor that Jennifer Tilly decided for some reason to drive. Even the tractors are... Well, no, she was trying to kill Daryl Hannah. Well, no, she, was, she wanted the baby alive. Yeah, that... Well, she was... I think that she was just fully cuckoo by that moment. Oh, yeah. She was cuckoo pretty yeah. nice. For the listener's reference, Jennifer Tilly and her husband, Vincent Gallo, kidnap Daryl Hannah. And that is who plays which role? Yes. Daryl okay. Hannah is the, uh, <laughs> is the pregnant lady. The pregnant lady. Her and name is Anne. Her Anne. name is Anne. Okay. Anne! Yeah. I just think, <laughs> I know we're jumping to the end, but my best prop is the tractor because it's just such a random... <laughs> it's such a random plot device to drive a very slow vehicle chasing somebody. <laughs> Especially with the wood cart attached to the back of it. And mm -hmm. she had her pickup truck like right there. Yeah. That, well, she had already smashed the pickup truck into a yeah. phone booth. So maybe the car was. Out it was of a very me decision. <laughs> That's all. What was your best prop, Logan? Um, my best prop has to go to the chain who actually seemed to me to be a reoccurring character mm -hmm. nearly. Um, the fifth character. Yes. <laughs> you know, again, not to spoil anything, there's one point where it quite nearly jumps around Jennifer Tilly's neck. Yeah. Um, and I went back and rewatched just that moment over and over to try and figure out how it could have possibly happened. And yeah. there is no clear <laughs> answer. And also when it shatters through the tractor window and yeah. that, you know, it's a reoccurring the chains, that, for her. the chains that hold us, you know, <laughs> they, they, they're what get us in the end. There's the new movie title. The, the chains, chains that, that hold, hold us. us. Misery oh. to Child's Play. <laughs> <laughs> what was your best prop, Becky? I was also going to say the tractor, but I my second choice was the calendar that mm. Jennifer Tilly used to keep track of. It was sort of the film's way of showing us the time has passed with Jennifer <laughs> Tilly like singing insane songs that she made up that correspond to each month and I just I really think that she like leaned into the delusion a little bit which was 
really great. And I mean, like, you just don't see that anymore. People like Xing off days days on calendars. You like, don't. that's really that, that was used something. to be how we knew what day it was. Yeah. We wouldn't just look at our phone. We would look at the calendar. Yeah. I have a calendar hanging in my kitchen that's still on December of, December of last year. I notice that every time I come over. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a favorite song of Jennifer's that she made up for the months. It was April showers, Easter bunny, la la flowers. <laughs> and that was the first one too. So yes. you really like, we're like, whoa. Holy. She's, she's got bars. And then there were more. There were more and more songs. Well, the first time she started making up a song, I was like, could they please have written her? Like, did what did they tell her to improv this? Because it, it was so bad. And then when they made it a bit that she made up bad songs, when she was like, what do you think of my October song? I was like, okay, fine. Okay, this is now camp. Good. Yeah. 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 My best prop was Jennifer Tilly's baby doll that mm -hmm. she like wraps in a stocking around her stomach to pretend that she's pregnant and she starts off being very sweet to it and then she gets really mad and she takes like a bat and starts like hitting the baby doll on her stomach and mm -hmm. screaming at it. It was really cool. Lots of uh, self-flagellation. Uh-huh. And a lot of like threatening to cut <laughs> the fake baby out of her <laughs> own womb. So... So that good. that moment with the baby in her stomach when she started like attacking it, I Tried was the moment it, it was the first moment I actually thought of what would happen once a baby was in her possession, and yeah. that's when I actually was like, "Wait, this is terrifying." <laughs> yeah. was, she will literally bash its skull in. The next award is best Jennifer Tilly moment. We have a wealth of Jennifer Tilly. So moments. many. So many. It's pretty much just a showcase for Jennifer Tilly. Rich yeah. with Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, I have like two backups in case my main one is uh. taken. <laughs> yeah, I took like a kind of not even that good one just so that I could have it to myself. What was your best Jennifer Tilly moment, Becky? Oh, I didn't expect to go first. Uh, I It's a very small moment, but when Vincent Gallo is there like trying to force feed Daryl Hannah mm. and... He's talking about how he used to work on a farm and like the ducks, like he would feed them so much that they would explode. And he like turns to Jennifer Tilly and he's like, what sound would they make? And I expected her to make like an awful, like garbled sound, but she just goes quack. And I was like, <laughs> that was yeah. also mine. Oh, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. No way. <laughs> but I have a backup. Okay. <laughs> you can go, Logan. Um, okay, so, you know, many options to choose from, but I decided my ultimate favorite Jennifer Tilly moment is when it's probably like halfway through the movie and, you know, Daryl Hannah's been abducted, dropped on her head, she's pregnant, chained to a bed, all of these like awful things. And she comes down and she says, so I was pre think thinking perhaps the reason why you're so cranky all the time is because you look so bad. And, then, <laughs> and, she, and Daryl Hannah is like literally sitting there haggard, but still more beautiful than Jennifer Tilly when she was done. <gasps> How not dare true. you? Not true. Facts. Not, not true. true. And like, it, I, I understand in like a conventional sense, I think the viewers were meant to look at Daryl Hannah and be like, she is the more attractive one. Well, it's the whole thing is just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get into Daryl Hannah soon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Daryl Hannah to me in this movie looked like the first person to ever have their buckle fat removed. And I oh. think she should be forced to True. repent for her crimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mine was very early in the film. It's actually one of her first moments. After Daryl Hannah wakes up, she's like asking for her husband, Jack. Daryl Hannah is, and she's like, where's Jack? And Jennifer Tilly goes, Jack? Oh, he's over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
just thought it was like the perfect way to set up how she's just like a goofball and like she's always teasing. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I loved it. Yeah. Um, okay. My best Jennifer Tilly moment was I'm deciding now when Daryl Hannah wakes up in the hospital and the doctor's like, oh my God, miss, you're okay. You're okay. And Jennifer Tilly just appears behind him and murders him. In a nurse outfit. I was like, is she a nurse? Yeah. I- by that point, I was like, oh my God. She. <laughs> There is no law enforcement in the world. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know what? Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> I wrote a Jennifer Tilly moment early on in the movie when I was like, oh, this is the craziest that she's going to get. And then um, she was real to be even, even crazier. Yeah. Little did you know. Yeah. Little did you know she would drive through a phone booth, mm-hmm. impersonate a nurse, <laughs> blend her husband and cook his blood on the stove yeah. and draw. Um, that was a close runner up for favorite. Draw a uh, moment was her just dismembering him. <laughs> was in singing but in, why a, in, cooking, in the rain why slicker. Cooking him? Also like drawing a C-section map all over. That was really good. <laughs> that was really good. It was actually quite well done. And it like had some artistic. Like, My favorite part was um, don't forget to cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> She even doodled a little baby on there. It was great. It was yeah. great. Uh, the next award is a custom award. It can go to anything and anyone. Uh, mine was Best Supporting Actress. And it goes to that whore who Daryl and her <laughs> right. husband meet at a party. Who approaches her and goes, I heard about your miscarriage. I had that and then, I was like, how insane. And then it goes right up to the husband at the funeral and is like, let me know if you ever need anyone to talk to. And starts dating him immediately. And starts dating and him And complaining that they're not having sex. Literally. Yeah, she's straight up like, wanna fuck? Yeah. Don't you miss loving? Don't you miss it? <laughs> <laughs> what was your customer word, Jake? I'll go last. Okay. She says, go. she goes, she says, let's fuck. And he goes, let's fuck? And then he basically says no. And then she goes, you just don't get it, Frank. <laughs> like, or not Frank, what's his name? John? Jack. 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 She's like, you just don't get it, Jack. And sauntered out. I was like, I... He never will, girl. Mm-mm. She should have like put her boobs on the table. <laughs> yeah. I literally wrote, I was like, I knew this bitch was up to no good. Yeah. What was your custom award, Logan? Um, my custom award is is an honorary award, and I would like to give this movie the wire hanger award for most prevalent <laughs> crimes against or most persistent and prevalent crimes against women. Because <laughs> this movie is a non-stop <laughs> It's just attack on women in all forms, and Jack deserved to die. That's, yeah. that's all I have to say. He was a terrible, terrible man, and I really think that this movie- You mean Frank? Frank. 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 <laughs> Sorry. So did Frank. Jack. Yes. Frank. Frank yeah. <laughs> absolutely deserved to die, and I think that this movie really, if anything, is a cautionary tale of what happens when people do not have access to safe abortions, <laughs> because this all could have been avoided. Exactly. True. Jennifer Tilly's character does seem like um, she was told as a child, I wanted to abort you a lot. Right. Mm. And she of. implies that Frank gave her a botched abortion. Yeah. And that's why oh, she can't have kids. Yeah. 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 That it moment, that was, that. I really felt like sympathy for her in that moment. I was like, why do I feel bad for this woman? Yeah. It's layered. It's a nuanced it's, She's piece. very This nuanced. movie passes the Bechdel test. It does pass it does. the Bechdel test. Unless the baby actually is a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They never reveal that. I mean, she is. She feels like it is. Yeah. Or she makes that up. I don't know. So, what was your custom award, Becky? I really was living for Jennifer Tilly's makeup. It was like every single outfit. I mean, her outfits were incredible, but every single like makeup look like perfectly matched her outfit. Mm. And I was a really big fan of the frosted blue lipstick in one scene. So I said best Mm. frosted blue lipstick. 
Because I've never seen that really like well executed in a movie before. Yeah. And shockingly, it like worked for her. All of her looks worked, even though they were really giving big comfy couch. Yeah. Mm. Is she like her character is very infantilized, Mm -hmm. which I mean, there's a lot to unpack with that. Huge premise. Peter Pan syndrome going on with her. Yeah. I have it written in my notes. I was like, can Jennifer Tilly play a character that is not an emotionally stunted adult? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I think the voice kind of just leaves. Well, she leans into it. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely leans into it. But this character especially was very like infantilized i feel like mm-hmm. yeah like, infantilized by the writers yeah by yeah. the writers <laughs> not necessarily by like her husband i think her husband just like no she's very infant like yeah everything that she does in this movie was giving toddler mm-hmm. very much so it was like the butterfly clips yeah. the like face sparkles it just sent me on like an ocd mind journey of being like <laughs> she this woman suffered severe abuse as a child no. i just know 100 i just know she was locked in the closet I know it. She's like one of those people that like live their life as a baby. Oh my god! You remember An adult on my baby? strange addiction. Yes. Iconic. And from the internet. I know. Okay, what was your custom award, Jake? The Piper Laurie Award for playing a movie like it's a different movie, but also <gasps> making the movie because of that. Yes. Referring to Carrie, the shirt I'm wearing today is a Carrie reference, and Sam got it for me. But anyway, she literally played it like a comedy, mm-hmm. straight, like played for laughs every single line, and it made the movie so much better than this it would have if it was just like a generic horror villain, like kind of vibe. No, definitely. This is almost like the prototypical Tony Awards type movie mm-hmm. because it's an otherwise bad movie that's elevated by an iconic actress. Like vaguely thriller, and then the iconic actress is like, I'm just going to do what I do in my sleep and yeah. make a paycheck and make the movie make some money. This was giving <laughs> me California vibes with Juliette Lewis. Did you watch that? California with a K. And it was like her and Brad I Pitt. didn't see that one. Okay. Fuck. Never mind. Was that when they were dating? I think so. Yeah. And Juliette Lewis is a very like childlike girl. And Brad Pitt is her like older boyfriend who's like vaguely abusive. Cape Fear. Yeah. I don't know why this is such a trope. Because character actresses of the 90s were only allowed to be... Children. Children are insane. (laughs) And then just, no matter what, brutalized. Yeah. 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 So do you guys think the movie was made better or worse by the fact that every other actor was playing it as if they were in like a straight thriller suspense? better because I think she just stood out more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it stands out, if nothing else, as just like a showcase for her being insane. So we're introducing a new segment on the podcast. It's called Camp or Bad. We're going to go around and say whether we think this movie was camp or if it was bad. Becky, was this movie camp or bad? You know, I've thought about this a lot because I think that the word camp has taken on kind of like a weird definition where people are saying that things are camp when they're not actually camp. But that's also camp. It's the new gaslighting. True. (laughs) Camp is the new gaslighting. Um, (laughs) On this podcast, it's definitely definitely taken on a life of its own. Um, I want to say bad, but... I, I mean, I loved Jennifer Tilly in it, but it's because I love Jennifer Tilly and like everything that she does. And I just think that she's like a slept on actress. But the movie itself, any time that the husband, what's his name? Jack? Yeah. The Wait, husband, whose husband? Daryl Hannah's husband. Oh, yeah, Jack. Bruce Greenwood. Anytime that like he was like talking to the cops or anything, I was like, can I like skip through this part? Because like mm-hmm. it's clear that he's like, 
doing the same old like concerned husband like but he's been given the go around by the police and it just kind of was like there weren't enough parts of it that I thought were enjoyable (laughs) for it to be camp because I think in order for something to and this is just my opinion I think in order for something to be camp there has to be like an enjoyable watchable aspect to it and the only part of that was Jennifer Tilly in this movie and her tractor well said thank you what do you think logan i will say the more that i think about the film every part that i don't like i secretly find a reason for and then i'm like (laughs) oh camp so it is kind of gaslighty in that way where i can convince myself that something's good by calling it camp yeah um but there i did have a lot of a lot of flaws with the film and yeah a lot again a lot of very dry parts like um we could give most useless husband award to yes. frank <laughs> because honestly when she hit him with the bat i was like <laughs> yes. he did absolutely nothing but i'm gonna have to land on bad due to many writing instances and and a few you know yeah just i'm i'm, I'm landing on bad but i did enjoy jennifer tilly quite a bit quite a bit what do you think jake i think this is going to be really interesting first segment because you're going to be the tiebreaker i'm going to call it camp because a lot of camps campiness comes from unintentionality Mm. um because things can be campy on purpose or they can be campy on accident yeah like a lot of things are campy that retrospectively because of layers of uh time or critical eye applied to it i don't think in the movie i don't think in the time period it was released you're literally making fun of me with your eyes (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking i'm just thinking it could be camp now unintentionally but i'm saying at the time of inception all right but you have to pick one and you picked bad i did yes yes i I think it is camp now sam I'm going bad. Ah! The minute I All thought right, of this the segment, I, I knew that I was voting bad. Ah! Um, it is law. But I agree with all of you. <laughs> I agree with everything that everybody said. I think that Jennifer Tilly definitely makes the movie. She definitely makes the movie camp. If it hadn't been her, it would have been oh my God, plainly bad. Who it would have been? Who do you think it would have been otherwise? Sarah Jessica Parker. That would have been camp. That would have been fun, honestly. Two blondes going at it. <laughs> Ew, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> well, it was giving fatal attraction in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Mixed with misery. Oh. Have you seen fatal attraction? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. Glenn. And I've seen the first 20 minutes of misery. I've never seen misery. The whole I didn't scene? turn it off. Misery I just is had to go. <laughs> my roommate was watching it. Okay, sorry. The whole cheer warning rape scene. Um, oh, my God. Le- or leading up to what was oh. going to be. I was I was thinking to myself because he was like curly haired and creepy and there was someone chained up in a basement. I was like, I've never watched you, but I imagine that this is exactly what it's like the entire time. Just a a creepy curly haired man. I think the like element of had it just been him that kidnapped her. Yeah, I think it would have the movie would have taken on a whole different meaning. But the Mm -hmm. fact that Jennifer Tilly was there and like he was doing this is obsessively for his wife that I think doesn't make it better by any means. Like it almost makes it worse that it's both of them doing it. Yeah. But I think the movie would have been a lot different had it just been him. Right. Yeah, or just been... her the whole time. Well, and then the fact that she murders him mm-hmm. is like at the end of like the second. We see that was yeah. a sleigh. We see her fully snap and like realize. I mean, I'm not sure who said it earlier, but like 
having a moment of, oh, this woman could never have a child, but she's so, she needs it so badly that she's not going to let anything, even her husband, like, stand in her way. Yeah, I like that. I thought that the story was paced out well in that way. The the, the end dragged a little, but I liked his surprise death, like, two-thirds of the way through. Yeah, that was good. Her taking over as the primary villain. Once she ran away... I would prefer she didn't go back. For me, it was just too many escape attempts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was just escape attempt, escape attempt, escape attempt, and she never makes it out. And I knew that she wasn't going to make it out because I would just move my mouse and see that that was 45 (laughs) minutes left of the movie. And that was a note for me to just check out. And I felt like there was something similar going on with the husband where he just kind of harasses the cops over and over again and never really seems to get anywhere. I think that I would have liked to see more of a journey with Daryl Hannah. I think that yeah. that's like kind of what makes Misery like such a good movie is because like the female villain keeps incapacitating the like male victim, so mm-hmm. to speak. And she makes it so that he can't escape. And in this movie situation, it's kind of like the only like quote unquote incapacitation that she has is that she's pregnant. Yeah. Right. And she doesn't want she clearly can't kill her. Yeah. Until the yeah. baby's born. I have a question about the baby. Mm-hmm. So he says it's not your egg and that's and that's what she snaps and right. like kills him. Yeah. But do you think it wasn't his sperm still? And you think it was just her, their actual embryo that they initially had? Or do you think he inseminated the egg himself? I think she I might think- have been pregnant. I think it was implied she was pregnant on her own from her husband. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The, yeah. the villain. I don't Frank, think he actually switched. Right. He works egg. in the. Yeah, uh, I don't think he did that. He works in the clinic, OBGYN mm-hmm. or whatever. And the he, fertility clinic. He gave them the wrong results, telling the doctor to tell her that she wasn't pregnant, even though she knew she was pregnant because she'd been pregnant twice before. So she knew how it felt, probably. Yeah. So I assume that, like, he, he didn't want the baby. That maybe. was also kind of a crazy scene where she's like, I've tested positive on several pregnancy tests. Right. And the woman goes, well, are you stressed? Sometimes if you're stressed, you can test positive for it's, being pregnant. It also, like, watching that, though, I, like, wasn't surprised, though, because of the way that, like, the medical... Right. industry treats women yeah mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like pregnancy and like fertility i was like i don't know it well, just made I, sense to I me i think that... they were portraying them as like an older couple was the point is like uh, they were having ivf so they were right. like of, over a certain age so i think especially women of that age and like a situation of getting pregnant they would probably say something like that i feel or like brush it off yeah, yeah. i don't know as somebody as a uterus having person <laughs> that is absolutely terrified of pregnancy, this movie was especially terrifying of like, from Daryl Hannah's point of view of like, just being kept as like an incubator mm-hmm. for like yeah. a baby. Like it just like skeeved me out so badly. Could it be read as a leftist skewering of the <laughs> surrogacy industrial complex? It could, but I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think it was, but it would have been cool if it, it was. It would have been cool if it was. Only and I if think Jennifer that- Tilly was actually a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there is a lot to be said about the surrogacy like whole thing, but I don't think that Sydney, what's his name, went into yeah. this movie think thinking like I'm really gonna make it the same way it would be today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with, like, the climate that we're in right now of the restrictions and the bans on women's Mm -hmm. ability to make these decisions for themselves. It very much read as, like, this is a man's take on 
Yeah. What I'd be interested to see. Like, like. I think it, the concept is interesting enough. I think it could be made today in a different, like, a lot of different contexts and a lot of different, like, story elements. Mm-hmm. I think it would be, it's it's an interesting concept to explore. It would probably just be way too gory. Yeah. I think it's such a hard subject to yeah. talk about. There was a like, especially right now. recent horror movie. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it was with Alana Glazer. And false it was positive. Like, I literally wrote down in my notebook. I was like, I this is kind of giving me false positive Did you vibes. like it? No. <laughs> it was like not good. But no. like, it was fun. I mean, like, I loved Alana Glazer, but yeah. like, yeah. I love her as a horror lead. That was fun. Yeah. But overall, it was just like, I've seen this on SVU because it was literally like a, a fertility doctor, like, Intimidating a bunch of women. Ooh, oh my god, John scandal. Stamos. <laughs> like literally. Seen it before. There's so many movies that should have been SVU episodes. I know this could have been yeah. great. Well, this was like and a criminal are, minds crossover for sure. I was a big fan of the show I Survived. Um oh, they yeah. talk about it a lot of my favorite murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically <clears throat> the people who went through like traumatic events, like talking about their survival of it. And there was an episode on time of this woman who told a story of like I don't remember exactly her relationship to this other woman, but the other woman wanted a baby and like mm. oh, tried I know to cut this. it out of oh, yeah. her and yes. like incapacitated her and was like, I'm going to take this baby from you, like oh, literally God. cut it out of yeah. you. And this movie very much gave me like those vibes. And oh, like this woman yeah. survived and like she. That's insane. Like, when she baby. says that she's going to give her a C-section with scissors. Oh like, my like God. Like kitchen scissors. Yeah. The like, amount of times that she pulled out scissors, scissors. as the choi- yeah. weapon of choice. Didn't she stab the diaper lady? Yes. Yeah. It, well, she tried to. She pulled out. The, that but, was. We have to talk about happy the, bottoms. The, the diaper scene was The insane. diaper scene. That so, actually yeah. almost that was, took the film to like art house for me. That was I'm camp. not going to lie. That whole scene was camp because she. Daryl escapes through that was great. a window and her husband's like chasing her in the background. Well, no, uh, sorry. This Jennifer's is Jennifer's husband. Chase, Frank is Jennifer Tilly's her. husband has Daryl Hannah tied to a tractor mm-hmm. and just driving it and having her run in front of it to get mm-hmm. exercise. Making her exercise. At which point the diaper delivery lady appears and he he's like hide and she just crouches over a little bit and the lady can't see her now. <laughs> it was actually pathetic how much he was not hiding her. Yeah. Yeah. It was very Well, and like he doesn't see the like van coming at first. And right. you get this great scene of Jennifer Tilly like realizing that the van is coming and then mm-hmm. running outside. And she's like, Frank! Frank! Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when the diaper lady goes into the house. Happy bottoms diaper. Happy bottoms uh. diaper lady. <laughs> Um, Daryl Hannah escapes somehow and gets into the back of the mm-hmm. truck and the diaper lady has this whole kiki with Jennifer Tilly. Well, Jennifer Tilly's faking like contractions. She, she has the like fake baby in a stocking. And then diaper under- lady feels that it's actually not real. Yeah. And she stabs her with scissors <laughs> and she flees. Or she like tries to stab her with scissors. Another one of my moments that was almost a favorite Jennifer Tilly moment was when she starts to go to leave and she's like, no, wait, I want it. I want those diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I she literally, you, but hold on. I well, and she's also like, she doesn't remember like how the woman like has their address or like knows that they have like a baby coming and she's like, well, you filled out my card at the grocery store. And I was oh, like, yeah. what an insane thing. And like <laughs> diaper delivery services, like I feel like that doesn't exist anymore. How about when she was going like Jennifer Tilly's like I'm going out and then she like literally takes a shot before she starts driving <laughs> so true that outfit was one of my favorites though it was dot. like 
No, it was like the pink like sweater, like mm-hmm. short sleeve sweater with the like ascot. Mm-hmm. So good. Love yeah, it. she's a Bushwick icon for sure. Oh my god, she would yeah. do so well in Bushwick. Yeah, she would slay at Starbar. I I feel like there's just not a lot to talk about. So with this the movie. so the was... needles that they used to sedate her with were so small, it was almost camp. In the fact that <laughs> yeah. like I was like I was yeah. like that is the <laughs> choice no you guys did for this supposedly suspenseful, thrilling movie. I was... Yeah. Also, I did feel like they played their cards too early by having the feeding tube come out in the first oh twenty God, minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then that was no- a really hard scene. To watch. Nothing else that happens in the whole rest of the movie is anywhere near as scary as the feeding tube. And they never used it again. And they never use it again. Yeah. There was actually a little bit of um, a continuity error with the shots and that that I also caught. So Jennifer Tilly is holding up the pump in the very beginning and as he puts the tube in and he's just talking to her with the tube. And then after she's like finally says she'll eat and he's like, OK, fine. And then they cut to a wide shot and he has the tube, the bat, the food bag and <gasps> the pump all in oh. his hands. And then he hands it and sets it down and then she picks it back up again later. But I'm like, that is not how that was. I also like they didn't put anything in the tube, like in, no. the, in the pump. Well, like, no, the there, was, the there was one bag that looked empty, but there was a bag that had food. But like, what was yeah. it? It was her like weird shape macrobiotic shape that she made. Soylent green. Can I share my first exposure to Jennifer Tilly? Yes. Yeah. So I was a big American Girl doll kid. I loved American Girl dolls. And one of the like girls of the year, they like do a yearly doll that they release that's like only available for that year. And there's this one doll named Krissa. I don't remember what year she was, but she like her whole like personality trait was that she stood up to bullies at her school. And in the movie that they made of it, Jennifer Tilly plays her art teacher who is like meant to be her like guiding light of like choose kindness Miss and honey. like, yeah, be nice to everybody. And I just remember watching it when I was a kid being like, my mom's got a really weird voice. And then, I, and then I watched Bound, like, mm-hmm. however many years later when I was in high school, like, discovering my sexuality and, like, just trying to find any movie that had any gay, like, plot mm-hmm. line. And I was like, holy shit, that's the same <laughs> woman. That's the teacher from Krista. Oh, my God, the art teacher. Teacher from isn't, Krista stands strong. Also, isn't Krista... Krista's played by Sammy Hanratty. Young Misty on Yellow Jackets. Young Misty on Yellow Jackets. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I told you she was an iconic child actress. She was on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Sammy and she was in Shameless. Yeah. And How the girl that the girl that played Chris's best friend in it is Caitlin Deaver. Oh, who shit. was in um, Oh, we know Caitlin. What, what was the opioid short term twelve? Oh, dope sick. Dope sick. <laughs> and yeah. uh Booksmart. Booksmart. Uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Which we covered. She's an icon. Yeah. And this was like one of her first films. I as, thought like, you were gonna say tween. the American Girl doll of the year was Tiffany, the Bride of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's my American Girl doll of the year. Honestly, yeah. yeah that was my like first Jennifer This Tilly Barbie exposure. is a and lesbian art teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things where like I can't see her in a movie without thinking of Krissa Stanstrong. Interesting. So it very much is like... See, my exposure was The Haunted Mansion and Home on the Range. Mm-hmm. So that's we're getting. I'm so excited for those movies. <laughs> I know mine was Liar Liar and mm-hmm. Stuart yeah. Little, which yeah. Stuart Little I didn't realize she, she was, was in it until after she was. She's voiceover. the mouse mother, the, the mouse, mouse fake mother. mom, the fake mouse mom, fake mouse mom. Um, yeah, but then I also saw Bride of Chucky when I was like 12. Yeah. yeah. So and the guy that played 
Daryl Hannah's husband, Bruce Greenwood. What's I him? also can't associate him with anything other than the movie Racing Stripes. Oh, which I don't know so if you remember good. that movie, so but it's, it's this girl who her father is like a racehorse um, trainer. And so she like lives on a farm and all this stuff. And they rescue a baby zebra. And mm. she's like, Stripes can race. And she basically turns the zebra into a racehorse. Is that ethical? No. And it's like Frankie Muniz voices <gasps> the zebra. It's Hayden Penetier as the, zebra the girl, talks? and the dad is Bruce Greenwood. Does yeah, the, the zebra, zebra talk, or does it just have thoughts? No, it, the zebra talks to other animals. Yes, yeah, no. it's sings. like the animals can talk to each other. Oh but no! Like, Did we need that though? Yeah, I, I do have it on DVD. I was gonna say my mom <laughs> took me to see it when I was because my mom famously is a horsewoman, and so oh. I was a horse girl, and. Cheers to cheers being to horse that. children because I'm horse right children. there with you. Yeah, oh yeah, for oh, years and recovered. years and years. Yeah. That's why you're friends with Melina. Yeah, yeah. Horse <laughs> yeah, girl. My mom is still very much a horsewoman. She'll bring up that movie occasionally when I like when we talk. And she's oh like, God. "Remember what, Racing Do you Stripes? like Spirit Stallion of the Summer? Oh I loved Spirit. Do you mean I the greatest Spirit. DreamWorks animated picture? You hated Spirit. I hated Spirit because, because where I wanted because I wanted the animals to talk. That whole scene where they're trying to like tame Spirit in the like. Ranch. That was kinky. <laughs> I was just gonna say when Sam said I wanted them to, I'm like, fuck. Honestly, the girl, the girl rider. horse, the girl horse that falls in love with Spirit, the Pinto horse, gorgeous. Oh my god, I had a crush on. You there. know they made a new Spirit movie or TV Tippy? show that looks like really bad and it's wow, animated poorly. What a bummer. Because that movie is great. I remember being a little bit scared of Racing Stripes when it came out just because the poster and the title made me think of the picture book, A Bad Case of Stripes, which was my worst fear. Sam is very afraid of that book. I'm so Mm. afraid. And I was like, I can't watch this zebra movie because of the stripes. (laughs) I like watched that movie multiple times as a child. What would you do if you got a bad case of stripes? I'm okay with it now. What if there was a pandemic of stripes? (laughs) I would I, I would quarantine so much harder than I ever did for COVID. I would wear the N95. <laughs> I would wear the N95. God, I hate the N95. Even though it's painful to me. It's so painful. What did you guys think of um, Daryl Hannah when she swallowed keys and threw them back up? Oh that was, I actually really thought that was That was the first time I was like, you're actually kind of killing it. That Go was, for it. I thought Daryl Hannah's character was underwritten. Um, I thought she was underwritten and I thought that she was fucking stupid. I also don't <laughs> she, like, like when every escape scene. I was like, be quiet. I know, I know. The keys, she's like banging on the door. And this is just because, like, I'm the viewer. I know what else is happening. When she was like knocking at the front door of the tractor shop, I was like, Jennifer <laughs> Tilly's coming. Go to the back. You have to Literally hide. Hide in the back she of the store. She also like barely looked pregnant. Barely looked pregnant. Yeah. She's running all around. She is not incapacitated at all by her own pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She's only incapacitated by her the fake Demerol that Jennifer. It Tilly like makes her. the commentary of like pregnancy is something that's keeping her down. Like no, yeah. that's no. not what pregnancy is. I also I just think that like I hate when like a character is just basically drugged the whole time because. Mm-hmm. They it's just an, ex- their agency. It's an excuse it for it's an excuse for no dialogue, and it's an excuse for like bad Characters. fake acting too. Yeah. Like, like I'm not saying she was bad in the movie, but I think that there was literally she was given nothing to do besides mm-hmm. like going, what, what's going on? Yeah. Well, and I expected like because I read the premise on like Google when I looked up the movie, and I expected a little bit more of like establishment of. Daryl Hannah and her husband like 
and their fertility when journey the at first, the beginning. Yeah. But the when first the first scene, scene was her is, abduction, is her I was like, abducted. this is crazy. On Wikipedia, well, it thought, says that they finally become pregnant. And blah, 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 blah. Well, I also thought that she like knew that she was pregnant. I mean, like she kind of did know, even though the doctor was like, no, you're not. Her like, intuition was but she. But she kind of was like, they had to be like, you're pregnant and you're yeah. going to have our baby. It just, it's yeah. that's not what I expected. Also, the Google the synopsis premise. was like, they convince her husband that she's dead. And I thought that that was going to be like, oh, they're physically oh, like going a to whole go talk thing. to him and yeah. like blah, blah, blah and get yeah. some info. But no, they just like staged a, a car crash. A dead body. They set up. her car on fire and put another body in. And it. he implies that the body was hard to find. But we don't know who well, that was. So I had a theory because they were like, it's going to be perfect this time. Now I could know that could be in reference to like her own pregnancy. But I had a theory oh, that the body was someone where they it didn't work out because the baby died. She didn't exercise. Oh. They didn't like execute oh. it properly. And then he I brings it up too. to her and he says the body's really hard like to come by. And in my head, I was like, is he like threatening like you're just going to be another body in a car? Okay, or two, that would have been. I don't know if they had followed through on that. That would have been yeah, interesting. I had lots of like underlying conspiracy theories. Going like this in my was mind. not make their, it a limited series. Not their first oh rodeo. Cord. No, please. But it's Jennifer Tilly. The plays, last thing this movie Jennifer Tilly plays is, all roles. That would have been good. I that would have been a good solo show. <laughs> I like personally want to know each actor's reason for signing on to this project. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I get that this was very much a thriller of its time. Yeah. But, like, I oh, look yeah. at this and I'm like, Daryl Hannah, there's no substance to her character like yeah. whatsoever. She's there to, like, be pregnant and look pretty, look yeah. beautiful. I, yeah. I saw an interview with Jennifer Tilly mm. where she was talking about, not the reason why she did the movie, but, like, her thoughts on her character. And she mentions a movie that we covered a couple weeks ago. It was Do Not Disturb, the one with mm. the little girl in Amsterdam. And she just plays, oh, like, yeah, a regular was, mom. Yeah. And in the interview, she's like, well, I had just gotten done playing this regular mom, and I hated playing a regular mom, so I wanted to do a movie where I could just go wild. And this is yeah. also post-Bride of Chucky as well, so she's, like, feeling yeah, her, like, true. crazy crazy girl mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah, I, I understand why she would want to do it. But well, like, it's also a showcase literally just for just her. Just for her, yeah. yeah. She has more reason than anybody to do I it. I wonder how much more... If there was an, a, a, more of the other people before the like editing room, because I feel like yeah, I want I want to see oh, an uncut yeah. version of this movie. Do you? I want to see the assembly <laughs> cut. Is it called? Is that what it's called? What is that? Where it's just the rough cut, the rough where cut. it's just like all the footage that oh. they have, basically. Yeah, I I don't know what's it, what was left on the cutting room. What floor. you maybe yeah. you'll find another POC in there because there was only one in the movie. Oh my god, was not, there even one? Not the woke, please. Yeah, I'm just saying. Ooh, hold on. It, it's the man who found her incapacitated on the sidewalk. That is true. Mm-hmm. There is no people of color. But aren't we they, glad that Daryl Hannah was not a black woman? Yes. And yeah. they also have the most generic white people names, Helen and Jack. I and literally Frank. thought the I same thing. Yeah. I, I think like, it was Frank honestly like written by an AI and then like this was Chad. It should have been Jack and Jill at mm-hmm. that point. Like, like <laughs> well, I love. I mean, seat. Jennifer ran with calling the name Anne so much. Like Anne! the only character name that I knew so in this funny. whole movie was Anne. Anne and Jennifer. And I Tilly. still called her Daryl in my notes. Wait, yeah. what was Jennifer Tilly's name? Helen. Helen. Well, that fit. That fits too. How old was she, do you think, when she found Ageless, timeless. All right, cool. Iconic. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was thinking. You actually. were saying that it's similar to like thrillers, or you were saying of the time. 
It it's just, me, it's very much a movie of its time. It reminds me a lot of oh. The Cell, which I think was like the same year. Oh, yeah. With, J- with J-Lo. Because I've watched a ton of like very 90s, early aughts, like late 90s, early aughts. Thriller, like oh. cookie cutter, but like with I a think, twist. Yeah, because I think Silence of the Lambs, not to mm. get not to get film degree on everybody, <laughs> but I think that Silence of the Lambs in the 90s really set a new precedent for like what Right. horror could be yeah and so many directors were trying to replicate that kind of like shocking because well, that's like moment. it's like how do we make a thriller that's not horror but it's still yeah. like scary but, but it's not still scary yeah. but it's, it's not scary gory. That's it's not a slasher no it's like a it, and it ends on a happy note yeah the only yeah. i mean like they gave us a little bit of slasher with jennifer tilly dismembering vincent gallo uh, but it was like we like, didn't on see screen, it yeah. yeah yeah and she's wearing a rain slicker so <laughs> Special shout out to when Daryl Hannah stabbed herself in the solar plexus with a rusty pipe. That was really good. Oh, that was good. Yeah, she was like, I'll kill the baby and stuff. And myself. Yeah. Also, her husband, blood spilled out of his mouth. And then she looks at her and goes, I could have killed him. I had the chance. I'm like, <laughs> he's dead. And then I was like, well, I guess he's coming back to life. She said mm-hmm. that. I think that they should have done, let's rewrite, let's like change the plot around. I think they should have done the escape earlier. Yeah. In the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then the hospital, if they wanted to do that, yeah, they could have there was been that like creepier. A lot of time elapsed, right? Maybe yeah. the husband like sees her somewhere, and I, yes, and then is like, actually and then spends more, the rest of the movie with like a renewed right, and drive maybe he finds them, and then they her. like call, and then like Jennifer Tilly and her husband maybe get involved with him yeah. with the husband and then she kills him I right think, before the end like that would have been that would have been good I think that there should have been one major escape early on in the pregnancy yeah. she gets into the hospital she gets taken out of the hospital mm-hmm. and then she spends the rest of the movie in the basement because it was some maybe learn something escapes. about the baby's health that she doesn't tell oh Jennifer yeah Tilly, the, um, and like Jennifer can, Tilly like, calls it the amniothesis mm-hmm. yeah the, no like, no amniothesis also, the lobster hands. The lobster hands. What were the hell was that? I was like, your husband is lying to you. Yeah. He doesn't want to. Maybe he he's infertile. I, I just think he doesn't actually want a baby. Yeah. I he also just thought so it was he, a like part, lied to like her a and weird like, rape fantasy to yeah. have a woman locked up. I was like, right. That was yeah. his reasoning. I think his yeah. motives I mean, were very different from hers because he clearly does yeah. not want a baby. Like yeah. it's kind of implied that like Jennifer Tilly's abortion was not consensual. Yeah. Or like she didn't want him to do oh, it but he yeah. was like well it's deformed so. but i yeah. forgave him yeah it's also well and then he made it so she could never have kids again the yeah. deformity like, also clearly. the deformity also struck me as completely fake the yeah. something that he made up well, and i think she's that, a baby she's well a baby. i think it is an actual thing but i also oh. believe that it's no yeah there's like a test that you can do uh, like however my baby are lobster? lobster hands real Lots of hands are real, yeah. yeah. Oh, did wow. you watch American Horror Story? What's the carnival? Yes, one? but I thought that that was a horror. <laughs> no, it's, no, that's real. real. That's a real okay. condition. Wait, I don't remember that. American character. Horror Story freak show. He yeah. like Evan fingers Peters. the woman. Remember Evan Peters? Oh, we Evan watched Peters. It in, we watched that's it in right. Rainbow Storm. I know, I know. I love that. Well, no, that was a bad season, but the first episode was good. That was the furthest <laughs> I've ever gotten into any season of American Horror Story. Like two episodes. I made it like six episodes into it. I didn't <laughs> tell you I pulled a you this past season. I watched every single episode except the finale. <laughs> <laughs> it was too depressing. It was about AIDS. I'm like, really? Oh my God. I didn't. You said, I think I we know how this ends. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they were all almost I dead used to like the- in high school, I was like the biggest American Horror Story fan. Like I was like ride or die American Horror mm-hmm. Story. Weren't and we then all? And then Freak Show came out and I was like, oh. 
It did pick up a little bit after Freak Show. It picked up with Roanoke. Roanoke, I love. I love Roanoke. People hate it. I loved Roanoke. I loved Hotel. Did not like Cult. Didn't like 1984. Apocalypse was good. The crossover one. I liked Apocalypse, but like I wanted because Coven is my favorite season. Mm But I wanted the witches to be brought back under different circumstances. Like mm. all of them in the bunker was like really weird. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Hotel with Garrett Lyons at his apartment. Mm. And when Schmidt from New Girl got raped, I was right. like, I have to go home. By the mattress? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I, thing in the mattress. By that that season's crazy. Lady Gaga. Oh, that was my freshman year of college, <laughs> oh, and I vividly remember. Oh yeah, having like watch parties in mm-hmm. my dorm. My and freshman year was my freshman year was coming, but I didn't watch it yet. I watched it late. Freak show oh, was sophomore year. That was yeah. appointment viewing right. in Raina's dorm. Go, go Griffins! Go Griffins! <laughs> For the mm-hmm. listeners at home, Logan went to high school with Brandon, I went, a friend of the pod. I went to elementary through oh, high school. Yeah, wow. the whole thing. And Gigi, also friend of the pod. Love mm-hmm. Gigi. And Melina lived with, not not Melina, but you mm-hmm. lived with her once. I did. I did live with Melina. And Melina, oh, never mind. I had a moment where I was like, where the fuck does this movie take place? Did the they snow. say? Yeah. I kind of love when a movie That's why has even a more mysterious. Miserable. I imagined it like, as Fargo. Snowy, Fargo, very Fargo, very like, like North misery. Dakota? Springfield. The movie Fargo. <laughs> exactly. Mazapequa. There's no tractors on Long Island. Mm. Really? Mm. I, do, I did not know what a tractor was until I started. I had to, when I started dating my ex-boyfriend, Tony, who grew up on a farm, at a certain point I had to be like, Tony, can you tell me what a tractor is? That's insane. I once had to act out a tractor for charades and literally is impossible. Well, I had to. I (laughs) That was written by Brandon's mom. I was in an improv scene where the prompt was tractor. And I was like, what the fuck is a tractor? Oh, please. And I had heard the word before. I knew that it was some sort something that was on a vehicle on grass of some kind. And that was as much as I knew. Well, See, I'm from Connecticut, but I'm from like a very woodsy, rural part of Connecticut. And we would get stuck driving behind tractors all the time. There are tractors in Connecticut? There's a, I, I mean, thought that yeah. there were too many rich people. Connecticut is very either rich, mm. like Greenwich, oh, yeah. or it's very much like my town. Farms. Like small. Not necessarily farms, but very woodsy. And like, mm. I mean... My mother was a horse, is a horsewoman, okay. so I was at farms a lot. Jake, are you under the impression that there are states that don't have <laughs> that tractors? Zero tractor population. Sam's never seen one. Well, well in Long Island Long specifically, and I actually don't trust that either, if we're being completely <laughs> honest here. But um, yeah, I, I think every state has ample tractors. Probably no. upstate New York. Upstate New York has farms and tractors. I need yeah, a tractor by capita. Like, it's going to be a lot more graph. than you think. Yeah. I mean, I grew up alongside so many tractors. I had to teach Jake in college that New York was large because yeah, but I, I had to teach you that Colorado wasn't on the East Coast. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't it feel East Coast? I thought it was Colorado? right by Delaware for so long. Something about it feels like it's we're more in the East. West. I know, but I don't know why. I went to Delaware for the first time last summer. Is it real? I have a friend whose parents like retired there. It wow. is half like kind of like beach town and half corn corn wow. for miles so it's like we drove there it's from like new midwest york. mixed with yeah we jersey we drove there from new york city and on the way to rehoboth which is where my I've friend's parents that. yeah which is where my friend's parents live 
there's it's like miles and miles of like corn and just like open like farm on this like highway and there's this giant white barn that just has the word biden written across it yeah and it's that's where he was born right it's a famous barn it's called the biden barn oh my god and we were like what if we kissed at the biden barn (laughs) oh my god jelly resist yeah it literally is like we we did go to the place where joe biden fell off his bike where joe biden crossed the delaware did you meet corn pop I'm trying. I'm trying to go to the place where Stephen King was hit by a car. Yeah. Wait, was that in Talk oh. About Destination oh. to Kiss? In Maine. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Anne Frank house. You have. Did you what? kiss there? No, but um, not the Faulkner stars. The Faulkner stars did. <laughs> did they in the movie? Yeah, yeah in the Anne Frank house. Have you house. not seen or read it? Uh, oh I'm my god! Proud did... to say no. Yeah, but... say something while I drink my drink. Wow! 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 Uh, a cancer. No, <laughs> no, no! Aren't you I was, a cancer? I am a cancer. There we go. Really? Different type of cancer. Interesting. What are you, Jake? Pisces. Pisces. You knew. Pisces. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Is Sam a Gemini? Yeah. Becky and I are both Gemini's. Your yeah. bur- your birthday's this weekend. Yes, this Sunday. What's your birthday, Becky? June third. So Ooh. coming up. Nice. Yeah, that was. Yeah. But Sam and I are both on a show tomorrow. Yes, that's, that's all Gemini's. All Gemini's. And um, the like. Oh, I saw astrologer, that. Oh my God, how fun. The astrologer has to guess our rising, rising. sign. What's your rising? Ooh. I hope they don't listen to this, but I'm, it's not coming out for two I'm, weeks. Okay. <laughs> so I'm your a, birthday is two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm a Taurus moon and Taurus rising. Wow, I see that. Yeah. Oh, our charts Having really, really for similar. Yeah, I remember. Because <laughs> I was, I'm Taurus Moon and Gemini Rising. See, I, my mom Stop. fucked up my birth time. And so oh. I was having a crisis a few weeks ago because I was like, I put in my new like birth time to see what my rising mm-hmm. sign would be. And I was Gemini Rising. And I was like, my whole identity has been that I'm a double Taurus. Yeah. Like, but then my mom texted me and she was like, never mind. I found your birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the wrong time. I was like, Thanks, Roseanne. <laughs> Do you remember in like 2011 when like they were like, "There's a new astrological sign that and you're so all different." Stupid. And then we that all were like, dumb. "Absolutely not." Yeah, and never mind. Stopped. And then we just ignored it. I remember mm. one of my friends sending me that and being like, "Does this make you doubt your belief in astrology?" And I was like, "No, no." <laughs> I just pretend I do not. Because astrology it. is all about choosing to believe whatever you want. So yeah. the fact that we all decided not to believe that. All right, mm. everyone. Right now, guess Jennifer Tilly's sign. <gasps> oh my god. And then we'll look it up. I say cancer. I I say cancer as well. I'm going to take the opposite track and mm-hmm. say Capricorn. Ooh. I'm going to say Scorpio. Ooh, Scorpio might be it. All right. Oh, you fuck. Got it. How do I not yeah. know this? Oh, she's Canadian? Yeah. yeah. And Asian. And Asian. Wow. <laughs> Canation. Canation. <laughs> September 16th. Virgo. 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 I, actually, that was my second guess. I'm not even kidding. <gasps> Interesting. I was with the Earth signs. I love Virgos. I love Virgos too. I love She's my also a professional poker player. My brother's a Virgo. Really? Mm-hmm. My I'm sister's a, a Virgo. Virgo rising. I'm also an Earth moon. Oh, you're Capricorn moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cancer no rising. Cat. A lot of water. Lots of water, lots of yeah. Earth. I'm a triple Cancer. No way. Sun, moon, Mercury with a Virgo rising. Ooh. I'm I'm a triple Gemini. I'm actually a Virgo Mercury. Sun rising and Mercury. I'm like a quadruple Capricorn. Wait, what's Sam, what's your Venus? Taurus. Sexy. I'm a Gemini. Venus Gemini. We're literally like opposites. Yeah. Yeah. And then my Mars is in Virgo. Too much going on. (laughs) I have to study my own chart. I only know my 
top three right now. But I know that I have four Capricorn placements. I just don't know where they are. There used to be these Facebook groups where you could post your chart and people would like roast you based on them. And my friend posted her chart. I the show is going to be tomorrow. <laughs> and she's a Scorpio sun, Pisces rising, Cancer moon. And all the comments just said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to live like well, this. Well, water signs, we're just so much more evolved than mm-hmm. everyone else. Me and my best friend from like childhood, and we're still like best friends, we had the same therapist for a while. Oh. And we both have like very intense mommy issues. Mm. And both of our moms are Sagittariuses. Oh. And I, I guess it's like a thing with Sagittarius moms. They're like specifically wow. like insane. Wow. When we both found that out, we were like, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. God, my mom is also a Gemini. Mine too. Aww. Mine's a Cancer. Wow. Wow. Is there anything else we have to say about the movie? <laughs> about Cord oh, slash I was, I was very, um, I could not believe that it took Daryl Hannah so long, in the span of like real time months, to change her tactic from mm-hmm. being actively hostile to her kidnappers I know. to like trying to convince them that she's nice now. Yeah. I thought that that was pretty. Again, her character dumb was of just her. So What was going on during those months? So if you watch the trailer, they put it out in an order that makes sense, like going to the doctor, getting excited, and then the kidnap, and then all oh. of that. Mm-hmm. At first, I did not like the way the flashbacks were done. I thought it was yeah. so choppy, and like they mm-hmm. were using like the sedative as like mm-hmm. kind of a structure for the flashbacks. Yeah. And then when they stopped, I was annoyed with them because I was like, I want you to keep picking up clues. But also I realized they kind of stopped when she figured everything out that she needed to know of like who they were. So then it kind of did serve a purpose that I enjoyed. So, yeah. Yeah. I just wish that the flashbacks had been less bland. Yeah. Yeah. They just were kind of dead in the water. I thought. Yeah. There was no chemistry. I was going to say nobody had chemistry. No chemistry. The Bruce Greenwood scenes were verging on like Twin Peaks scenes where literally it was like two dead people like (laughs) talking to each other. Wait, another, I was going to name it as my best Jennifer Tilly moment, but like there's a moment where she and Vincent Gallo start making out. Oh, but they're like yes. lying on yeah. top oh, I of Daryl Hannah. Yeah. And I was like, that was what fun. is happening? It was right after the feeding tube. Yeah. Right up. Yeah. A shout out to your favorite supporting actress, the whore. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was acting her ass off in all of those scenes, yeah. knowing that she was like, I no, literally. She was, she was the only one from BFA. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, I don't know. Jennifer has an BFA. MFA. She does. No, in um, in our in, in our like, horror spirit of acting. She has an MFA in camp. Does she actually? I don't yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia, there's a whole Wikipedia section for poker career. Yeah, yeah, I know. She has a bachelor's degree from Stevens College in Missouri. I don't think she has an MFA. My my final thought is Jennifer Tilly, Mrs. Lovett, when? <gasps> yes. My, she basically played it in this, so we don't really need it, but no. like she'd be so good. No, I would Jennifer love Tilly, that. Lady Macbeth, when? Oh, my Jennifer God. Tilly, uh... Uh, what's another theater role? <laughs> Mama um, Rose. Amanda okay. Glass Menagerie. Um, no. Um, the Mama Glass Menagerie. Yes. Oh, her yes. name's Amanda. Amanda yeah. Winfield. Okay. Yeah. What's the Laura's name? Laura. Laura. I always think about how Jennifer weird it Tilly, is Laura, that and Amanda the mom Wynn. has the more modern name. Yeah. She plays both characters. She plays both. She she swaps. Seats, she does some seats. Alan Cumming. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jennifer Tilly, MC and Cabaret. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
I mean, on the subject of Bound, I don't know if you've seen Gina Gershon's cabaret. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I it's have. Sam's favorite so cabaret. It's my favorite. I used to watch it whenever I was feeling emotionally turbulent in college. I saw <laughs> the revival, turbulent. but Emma Stone had already left. I saw um, Sienna uh, Miller, oh. who was fine. but Yeah. Are you guys going to watch Josh Groban, Sweeney Todd? Absolutely not. Not think? until he leaves. I'm waiting until what? he leaves. Why do you hate Josh Groban? Oh, we hate him collectively. Why? Because oh. he's dumb and Just bad. gives me a bad vibe. I just don't like the vibe. <laughs> bad, not good, untalented. I liked him on Glee. Well, I would like to see Marymount's own Annalie Ashford. I course. would too, but hopefully he'll leave before she does. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should follow his understudy on Instagram. Because mm. the understudies are always posting when they have dates. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's true. The Julie Binko effect. Yeah. yeah. Is that her name? The Julie Binko method. Mm-hmm. Jake, your favorite movie that we've covered on this podcast is Bride of Chucky. Mm. Is this movie better than Bride of Chucky? Yes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I, I did so enjoy did her performance a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She was great in this. But also, I, I couldn't help but watch it and be like, I'm just watching Jennifer Tilly. And what's wrong with that? Well, nothing is wrong Mike with that. Mic drop. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, and at least it was free. <laughs> it was free. True. Thank you. freebie. I actually bought it because you I bought it. Or you? I'm not gonna lie. I took it very seriously, and I didn't want to interrupt the flow <laughs> of the film. Well, uh, yeah, there oh, were the some. The ads were really every crazy. now and then. It was jarring. like friskies. Well, and I, I really <laughs> I kept yeah. getting ones for Southern New Hampshire State University. Literally, okay, so they are targeted ads then, because I was getting cat food ads. The whole I time. was getting cat what, food. What do I have to do? Like mid Hampshire University. The only ads I get are for cat food and prep. So maybe that's the algorithm, but <laughs> that is Amazon Prime's algorithm at work. I love that they have um, prep ads on the back of Broadway playbills. No, I saw that. On it's like where else are you easiest marketing decision. Imagine Broadway cares. Broadway does care. Equity fights AIDS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember being twelve and going to yeah. see Wicked and being confronted with a who made the announcement. Aids. Broadway, which character? AIDS. I think Bach. Oh, of course. Of the, course he's Bach. getting like railed every night. The <laughs> <laughs> Bach is the premier Stragget of the Wicked Universe. Stragget. Stragget. Yeah. They did it. They did it when I saw the Lamest Tour, and it was um, Madame Tenardier, and she was just shaking those tickle bitties with that bucket. Do you know when I remember the first time I ever felt like really old was when I went to a Broadway show and they did the Broadway Cares thing and they held up QR codes. (laughs) No (laughs) fucking way. (laughs) I was like, no. Oh my God. I remember going with my aunt and she put like a $50 bill in the bucket, and I was like, holy fuck, you really hate AIDS. I was, I'm all always like thank you for your support i'm never ever donating <laughs> i remember when i saw the revival of angels in america it was around <gasps> broadway care season oh, i was yeah, like this no is way. a little on the nose yeah yeah when is um, at this point i feel like the ticket should just come with a well donation. when is they take broadway out care a season? because i feel like i've never seen a show without them for, doing like, broadway COVID era when they don't really do that. There's yeah. like there's a specific season when it's like more popular. I saw um, it's like October first through September twenty eighth every year. <laughs> I saw the Music Man revival and Hugh Jackman. You did not. I did, and Hugh Jackman auctioned off a hat that he wore for. He's, he did that multiple nights. I hate Hugh Jackman. Bought the hat one night. I hate Hugh Jackman in similar Why? Josh Groban way. Yeah. Oh well, his voice was off but when I, like I saw Sat- him, and then he Sat- called out sick the next day. Oh, I saw Sutton's understudy. I, no, but I her understudy Sutton. was phenomenal. I she was really. I honestly love seeing understudies because they're so. Yeah, excited. I saw the Satine understudy for 
Moulin Rouge. She was oh. great. And I saw the Velma understudy in Chicago. I saw Kristen Chenoweth's understudy for Promises, Promises. And in the playbill, she had been Kristen Chenoweth's understudy for like 10 years in a row. You know, there's a rumor going around that Ariana Grande is lip syncing Kristen Chenoweth for the Wicked movie. That's so fucking sad. And it's obviously not true. Yeah. What do you guys think of the Wicked movie? Oh, yeah. We brought it up. I think it's okay. We brought it up every podcast for the last like eight. So we're. (laughs) I love Cynthia Erivo. I like Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. However, Alphaba and Glenda are supposed to be like teenagers. Yeah. The same age, too. It's, yeah, in the same age. And yes, we see them progressively get older. But I, I'm just like, I can't picture Cynthia Erivo like in the halls as, it, as an 18 year old. It's 18 going to be old, very yeah. She will be green, though. It's, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> the green I hear takes off a few years. The green is de aging. <laughs> And yeah, apparently it's also going to look 12 her whole life. I also yeah. hate the whole thing that they're splitting it into two. I'm kind of yeah. into it for no like I, I think... also would like to preface this that I've never seen Wicked. <gasps> I've listened Wait. to it religiously. However, I've never seen it. What? I mean, I've only seen it once, but you I saw, even watched I, a bootleg? No, I watched a bootleg when I was oh, in high school, but it. I've never seen it live. I've Becky, seen it how are you not doing the lottery like every day? I did when I was in college, but that lottery was like impossible to win. Yeah. I But I'm going to London I mean, and I'm seeing it in London. Okay. So. Good. I mean, I've only seen it once and it was in L.A. in 2008. I just, yeah. So. I just think that the whole what makes Wicked so impressive is that is the fact that it's a stage show and that it's happening yeah. right in front of you. It's yeah. impressive when she flies because it's happening so in like, real life right oh in front of you. Oh, my God. What about that unauthorized defying gravity on YouTube when she dives out the window? That's oh, so fucking so good. Fucking I'll show it to you guys after. It's hilarious. It's amazing. But... Yeah, it's just not impressive to see a woman fly in a movie. Yeah, you need women because to we've do had so much. That technology I want a woman to be president for a hundred years. I'm like, I'm sorry, but she was um, flying, the flying in the original Wizard that. of Oz. I want a woman to be pregnant and chained in a basement. <laughs> I need a woman to abuse a woman who's pregnant. Okay, wait. <laughs> alternate title for this movie: Wicked. No, alternate title: Defying Gravity. <laughs> And that's what it's called when she gets up and when she runs that fast, nine months pregnant. I will say her being able to run that fast with an extra carrying an extra 30 pounds. But she also, they like did not really put a legit pregnancy pad on there. Well, yeah, it depended on the scene because some points she had like a big stomach. And then when she was running down the street, I was like, where did it go? It was very second trimester when she was running. It could have been. I mean, it could have been pretty I also thought that the ending was so um, stupid, how it's just you hear a gunshot and then... She also shot directly at her. Directly and somehow at her. she didn't die. And somehow killed herself. <laughs> no, because she also at the same time hit her with the pipe. Mm. She did shoot her directly, like in the chest, it seemed. So yeah. that, that I did have a question about that. I think she should have shot her in the baby. Yes, she And then the like stomach. they both die and bleed mm. out and it's like Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having me. Hail Paymon. Hail Paymon. Hail Marymount. Hail Marymount. Go Hail Theater. Right. Hail Theater Arts. Go Mark Ringer. Bye. Did you just say call me by your name? No, I said go Mark Ringer. Oh.